Hey, 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 welcome to another episode of Geekly Reveals, that show that brings you geeky news on a weekly basis, that's geeky, that's weekly, that's geekly, and I have the power of a one-up, yeah, I'm doing great, it's me, your host, Dom, aka Brother Dom, all over the internet, and once again, I am joined by my Player 2 and Player 3 co-hosts, would you like to tell the people who it is that you are? Hey, it's me, it's Stephanie, aka Captain Steph on Twitter, the Snow Queer on Tumblr, and Hello Steph on Instagram, and uh, I have the power to attack and dethrone God. And hey, what's up? It's me, Eric, and I'm sitting here holding the Mad Cats controller as player three, uh, much like <laughs> being the rotating third chair in the podcast. It's the off-brand controller. I'm the off-brand host. <laughs> hey. Hey, sometimes the off-brand is better. <laughs> I'm the generic brand. <laughs> I'm Gen oh, okay. Eric. Yeah, Gen Eric. I'm, a, I'm character reveal at home. <laughs> <laughs> we have character <laughs> that's hey, that's not that bad um there's a couple of brands that are sometimes better than the original brand i know there's those um switch pro controllers and gamecube controllers when nintendo wasn't really making them for wii u um but uh speaking of having a version at home uh, we talked last week about the escapist uh splitting up Mm-hmm. And they started mm-hmm. a lot of their shows again, at least um, Cold Take and the Yahtzee show that was there. And it is, um, hey, uh, can I watch Zero Punctuation? No, it's illegal now, but we have Zero Punctuation at home. Oh, but it's not <laughs> bad. Oh, no, but it's a knockoff of the guy who originally made it. It's legally distinct, I think is the word. It was very funny to see... Uh, quote unquote not zero punctuation it's like Uh, same content but like different brand like different name like yeah yeah it's uh it's like oh i want mario well we have wario you're like that's not really the same thing but it's almost exactly the same thing is it better or worse they do the same things like it could also (laughs) be it's like the um you know frosted mini wheats versus like wheat minis that are frosted (laughs) yeah it's like which one of these is different then they're they're the same but yeah just remind me of that but hey uh been a been been a bit of a week how you two uh how you two doing you know i'm holding up uh just uh not done much been just kind of goofing around uh doing some playing some uh, mario rpgs some other video games uh the new uh mario kart 8 the last uh eight maps dropped Forgot, uh, forgot about that. So, did take a look at those. Those are pretty fun. Uh, ha- and uh, I, I got a I got a three star gold on my first uh, try on the last one. Uh, the Rainbow Road might be the cool like it's not my favorite Rainbow Road still, but it's gorgeous. Okay. The last I'll, Rainbow Road that they dropped. I'll need to like actually play that. I. It's also been a week of video games for me, as it's kind of been the month of role playing games and video games. Mm-hmm. Um, and will probably continue to be so, uh, you know. Keep it, keep it going. Keep, keep it, it going. going. Yeah, like, still mad at Magic. Haven't played Magic in a while. Uh, want to, kind of want to play Magic again, but you know. I've been back in. I've been in Arena Land. So yeah, I'm just playing my same like three decks, but. Like, I don't want to play Arena is my problem. <laughs> yeah, you have so to... many beautiful real cards. Yeah, I would, li- I would like to play curated. those. I just would like to have a group of people here that don't um, sometimes frustrate me to play with. Uh, yeah. You know. Only so many times can you come in last in a four-player game and think that, yes, I'm having a good time. 
<laughs> yeah, that's uh, I feel like almost never like it becomes a bummer uh after like two times i would say <laughs> yeah especially when you're only getting in like at max three games a night and it's like all three yeah. of those games you're the first person knocked out and you just get to sit and observe <laughs> like, like yeah it's like here i am watching everyone else have fun like yeah. like oh don't worry i'll be over here shuffling i guess for the next 30 minutes like <laughs> yeah <laughs> what about you dom well, cool shuffling what's, cards uh, what's been the news news with you uh, not a whole lot. I was uh, traveling for work, so that took up the majority of my week. Uh, but I started Mario Wonder. I uh, bought it in a different <laughs> location because it didn't. I couldn't buy it near my house for whatever reason. Uh, <laughs> there's a Target somewhat near me, kind of, sort of, and they never have the games I want. Um, <laughs> unless I go there like the morning of a release, and it's like a like I was able to get Sonic Frontiers and Splatoon three there. Um, but Shin Megami like Tensei the two, Five, like, they didn't have. Games of the... uh, yeah, one could like, say that. Like, I mean, like they're very big games and they're family friendly. Yeah. Games. Um, SMT Five wasn't there. Mario Wonder wasn't there. Two weeks later, uh, they didn't have Persona Five Tactico when I went, which I'm not. I, I I'm not 100 percent convinced that they didn't have it because um, I've had to ask for them to get stuff from the back before. But and this guy's like, ah, it's not on the shelf. It's not here. I'm like. You and I both know that's not true, my man. Right. But I'm not <laughs> this gonna... is one of those situations where that is, in fact, uh, yeah. famously disproven. Like, I'm not going to harass a retail worker, especially when I can buy something online, but I'll, I'll just leave saying, I don't believe you in, right. until unless you've checked earlier. Uh... <laughs> but, Dom, you're playing the inc- like not incorrect, more, the wrong Mario for the content. No, nah, it's, it's something that I had to pick up. Well, the goal was to play it on the plane, um, but I was just tired and just worked on uh, a side project I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So, there's that, but it's cool. Uh, it's nice and charming. Yeah. How do you it's... like? How do you feel about Elephant Mario? Um, <laughs> I don't like how prevalent he is. Yes. Because uh, it kind of is like, yo, okay, it's it's the first. He power feels up less nimble, get. and I and I don't know if he's he's the same nimbleness, but since he's bigger, my jumps feel different, and he's not doing anything super interesting. That like. I'd rather just be Fire Mario. Right. Or hell, Bubble Mario is actually a pretty cool introduction. Yeah, I really like I don't Bubble know where Mario. to find the drill cap, but I've seen other people in their little shadows using them. Um, so yeah, Elephant Mario, cool that it's a radical change, not doing a lot for me in terms of, like, gameplay. Yeah. Um, and from an aesthetic standpoint, I don't know, I would have maybe preferred, like, a different large creature. I don't know. I never think, was really an mm, elephant guy. I think that... Elephant Mario and Luigi look okay. The elephant princesses look wrong because you, like, because they're large creatures, they're like, oh, well, clearly they would, like, their dresses wouldn't fit them right, so their, like, bloomers are going to be showing, like, prominently on their legs. Yeah, or, like, which it doesn't feel gross. It's just, like, I feel like this wouldn't work this way if Mario and Luigi's overalls could contain them and we didn't have a Hulk situation. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, did the princesses had a Hulk situation? Yeah, it, it's very And I don't know what the Toads do. <laughs> I, I think so. I'm not playing as them. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the Toads do either. I mean, I know Toadette, I think, turns into kind of like something similar to like Peach. And yeah, but she already looks like that, though, with yeah. the little white Toad diaper. That yeah. <laughs> <laughs> toad oh, diaper. speaking of, uh, whatchamacallit, speaking of Toadette, uh, Peachette is one of the final riders you could unlock for... 
Mario Kart as well. I'm sure we've talked about this, but... Yeah, a lot of people were bored by that, because it's just... That is just Peach with a different skin for her crown. Yeah. Right. Um, which, this is the first pack that had, what, four riders or three? What, they had one extra this time? Um, yeah, I think it might have been five. Okay, yeah, I think, yeah. I, I, some people are saying, yeah, that's the Peach head is just there for the for the completion. It's <laughs> No one was like, where's Peach at? She's my favorite Mario character. Yeah. Yeah, she's existed in one other title. <laughs> which... I mean, I guess that's more of a character than Pink Gold Peach or Rose Gold Peach, who's never shown yeah, up true. before. Only racers, like. Hey, but Rose Gold Peach is the best character in that game. So, hey, it, it, there's more precedent for that. We've seen people use the metal box before. I've never seen someone use the Super Crown, right. except for Toad. At, uh, it is what it is. But yeah, so uh, that's what my week's been like, and then um, some other stuff that I, we'll get into. Uh, with the rest of the show. Heck yeah. But yeah. Um, any food crimes for y'all? Uh, huh? I I ate a bunch of Korean fried chicken, and it was really good. Not really a crime, but... Uh, That's good. The, more just um, a thing you did. More just a thing I did, but... but I, that, is, that is how we define our crimes here, so... Yeah. yeah. And the... Um, I guess, like, it's not a crime, but, like, just a, mir- a food miracle that was also a, a part of that fried chicken experience was a... Um, a we got bulgogi poutine with it oh and it was like so tater tots with um stir-fried kimchi bulgogi like beef uh with peppers and stuff cheese and an egg on top and holy crap that was so good (laughs) yeah uh that that on its own should have been a meal like we ordered it because we were like oh we should get a side with our couple different types of fried chicken or whatever we were like, oh, French fries, and it's like, oh, they've got a poutine uh, situation going on here. <laughs> I'm going to be poutine that in my mouth. Hey! <laughs> yeah. So, uh, it was very good. Do approve. What about anybody else? Well, um, I've just been trying to cle- like eat the st- stuff that I have in my apartment. Mostly been thinking about Redwall food. So, uh... <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Dom, nothing for uh, you? Uh, I had some good Greek food on Tuesday. Um, mm. I had, like, um, just, like, Mykonos or something. I, it might be a chain. Uh, there's one in the town I went to, but it's it pretty good. Greek food's nice. Uh, no complaints there. I'm trying nice, to, nice. yeah, no, nothing really else. Just really standard few days. <laughs> Had had the new flavor at uh, the Bullet Bourbon barbecue sauce at Buffalo Wild Wings. Ooh. Uh, so, you know, I know we like a, a chain item. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, is that any good? Oh, actually, I, I, did, it. I did a delicious crime. It's not a, like, uh, I just remembered it. Go ahead. No, it's good. It was, it, it's a barbecue sauce with some uh, whiskey taste. It's, uh, it's, it's the kind of barbecue I like. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. What I just, about yours? I'm, what do you got? I'm just always afraid of anything at B Dub, just because like I've ne- I don't think I've ever had a good experience at a B Dubs. I don't think oh, I've yeah, ever been I mean, to a B Dubs. Yeah, that's why I just go with the um, boneless wings, and people like to make the joke, "Oh, it's just chicken nuggets." A, that that's fine. I don't care. B, it's yeah. 
sort of like the it's it's that whole little thing like what's the difference between a sandwich and a hot dog it's who who really cares but there's a a difference yeah like like, if someone like hand breaded like a chunk of chicken and gave it to me and said these are chicken nuggets i'm like no they're not like this is too thick and crunchy of bread chicken nuggets are like mcnuggets you know i think we have an understanding yeah chicken nuggets were previously a liquid (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) yeah um and then also it's you know sometimes i don't want to have to either clean my hands or like suck the sauce off my fingers to get them to be like usable i'll just use a yeah. fork it's fine and i'm not eating real wings with a fork and a knife like you can get out of here with that yeah in so. fact i mean i can't blame you we the, the the korean fried chicken we had today was all boneless because we had the same thought of like don't want to do want to get all messy like yeah like yeah. i'll get messy like at home like with like friends if i have to you know i won't hate that but out in like a work function or something yeah i'm just gonna use a knife and a fork you guys don't need to see me put my fingers in my mouth yeah yeah (laughs) i think there's no attractive way to eat chicken wings so no it's really hard maybe well the act itself if you want to get your money's worth out of that out of the wing at least yeah you can actually like get get the meat off of it yeah the uh my food crime that i forgot about and then remembered is that i uh had a really good grilled cheese that was, uh, it had apple slices and caramelized onions on it. Ooh. Oh, it was good. Sounds like, that reminds me of, like, when we used to go to that, uh, like, grilled cheese-specific place here in Columbus when you guys were Yeah. I was gonna say, the fancy grilled cheese place, I know we went there once, just the two of us. I don't know. I'm sure you've been there with other people, but boy, it was that good. That's what I was thinking of when I was eating this one. I was like, ah, ha, ha. Yeah. I, I think I don't know if we took Dom there or not because I don't know if he would really want a grilled cheese. No, <laughs> I doubt I we would have. I think you all with... went before me and the Pittsburgh crew came to pick you all up. I yeah. think you may have went the day before or something like that. But I yeah I, I wouldn't go to a grilled cheese on purpose. What was it though? Like it wasn't a chain, was it? It's called Melt. It's a it's kind of like a semi Ohio only chain. There's like one in each of the cities. Melt. Okay. I mean we have places like that. Yeah, it's so. the original location was up in Cleveland, and it, like before Cleveland. they opened additional locations, the wait time would be um, absurd. <laughs> like, yeah, like, look, I'm gonna, wild, I'm, I'm gonna be real. Even at like, I get it. I don't like cheese. That said, I think our country needs to like relax on the cheese stuff. Like, I've never seen somebody be like, "Man, that was that was worth a super long wait for this grilled cheese." <laughs> was it amazing? Sure, I've seen people enjoy grilled cheese, but I've never seen someone have the look on their face of, oh man, it really sucks, I'm going to have to wait a year to try this again. <laughs> like, I'll just go home and spray some butter onto some bread and make one I at mean, home to get a good experience. I will say that, like, the grilled cheese cheeses at Melt were absolutely worth that wait. <laughs> like, Dang, man. Uh, just kind of like, I mean, because it, it's things that are ridiculous, like, hey, do you want a literal piece of lasagna in, in on your uh your on uh, your grilled cheese your grilled cheese yeah okay no see that's 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 starting to be like experience and combo stuff that yeah. i won't like i won't say, I, I have nothing bad to say about that but that's not like oh it was a grilled cheese it's like no this was like a specialty sandwich grilled cheese yes that, oh well, sh- well that, shit bro that's different <laughs> that's why they don't really call them gr- like it's called melt and not like grilled cheese because there is technically a like difference. tuna melts or patty They're, melts or whatever yeah yeah, There's a difference between boneless wings and chicken nuggets. Just yeah. a sandwich, dog. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, the, the, 
one of my I, if some, Look, when people were waiting for that Popeye sandwich, I'm like, y'all gotta absolutely relax. Like, there's no chicken okay, that's that Popeye good. Okay, Popeye sandwich is really fucking good, though. To Have sit in a car a for... chicken sandwich? No. Because uh, there's not Popeye's it. near me. But, yeah, there's no sandwich that's good enough to sit in a car for two hours when the drive was not too, already two hours to begin with. Yeah, no, that I, I agree with. Like, I was, I was going to say, like, I definitely, before they opened up additional locations, I drove up to Cleveland occasionally and would, like, get there when they opened and not have a wait. But, like, I did mm-hmm. just drive two hours to go eat <laughs> at this sandwich place. Uh, but see, that's fine for me because it's like you had to. That's an experience that was far away. You know, it's yeah. there wasn't another way to get it. You know, there are some places, uh, some some places like that don't take reservations in the city that I have gone to and waited that long for and been happy to get in. Uh, well, like that's like that whole like the the soup shop that that Seinfeld episode is based off of. Uh, is apparent like is actually a real place. <laughs> In New York City? I think so. Yeah, I think it is. The, the, uh... Soup Nazi place? Yeah, I was Uh, was gonna say that's... that's I was like, I I can't not say it. Ah, there's no way to do it. That's what it was. We're not not supporting their, uh... Their joke. Yeah. (laughs) But, like, that was a place that people would line up for. For a second I thought we froze again. I was like, all of us were like, (laughs) Ah! But yeah, uh, no, it's, uh, I think, yeah, there, there's food that I would line up for. I'll say that. I've lined yeah. up for, I've lined up for, like, a roller coaster, which is, like, similarly a passing experience. Like, wait 45 minutes an hour for a coaster, no problem. I'd say a roller coaster is less worth it, in my opinion. Uh, like, yeah. I, I think there's a fun little discussion to have about, like, um, I can't, like, <laughs> I can't just make a roller coaster in my backyard i can i can't simulate the feeling i can we can make any food at home it won't be as good but like we can fulfill the general need of something mm -mm, tasty i'm not hungry no more but you can't be like i want to feel like i'm falling off a building 10 times in 10 (laughs) seconds there's no i I mean i guess if you want to just get you can go like in an alley and get your ass beat that's probably rushed but like (laughs) there's not a lot of ways to simulate it it, it, it's say, all like, fun. I guess like a roller coaster is more more just like an adrenaline rush type thing. So I guess if you're not mm-hmm. the kind of person who really like wants that in your life in the first place, then like, yeah, a roller coaster is not going to seem worth it as opposed to like ro- waiting an hour for food that you're excited about or something. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, there's like a, a pendulum ride. This like they call it the sky coaster at Kennywood, and I'm like, you ain't getting my ass on that. But <laughs> I get why there's a line for it. Like, you know, I'm like, well. It's only I've been a line. on it you a couple times. Wait. Yeah, you have to like just book a time early in the day, like pay ahead. And the thing that makes me crazy is that I don't mind the actual like the swinging part, but for some reason I always end up in a group of cowards because it's cheaper if you do. It's cheapest if you do three people. Uh, and uh, so I've only ever been up there with two other people. But the fucking cowards are always like, oh. I don't want to pull the ripcord. It's like, that's the worst part. <laughs> and now I, as the older chi- oldest child, have to be the one doing it. And I don't care for it. Ah, uh, uh, cowards. Fam- <laughs> I say this is a family thing. This sounds like a, <laughs> a family thing. It's, it's, I mean, mostly it has been our parents who have had the money to send us up on the sky coaster uh, as opposed to us. Although I think I probably did it at least once in college. Fair with enough. College that's people. fair. But there's stuff that, yeah. 
Yeah, we could talk about that all day, but, you know, <laughs> I don't know if it's funny to think about experiences and waiting, but hey, you know, I might yuck people's yum, but don't listen to me. Like, if it's not yeah. harming anybody who gives a shit what I, mean, I I've think. definitely, I've waited in, in lines for ridiculous things. I waited in an eight-hour line to get $25 tickets to see the killers in college. Like, you know, uh, mm-hmm. was you that... what you gotta do. Yeah, was that maybe worth it? I don't know. I thought the concert was pretty good, but... Like... <laughs> I sat outside for six hours once to get free tickets to see Shakespeare in the park. Got to Central Park at 6 in the morning. At least those were free. I did still have to pay for those killer's tickets. (laughs) $25, though. Like, Yeah, it was cheap. $25, not bad. Yeah. I sat outside for 10 hours to get a a Wii when it first came out, which absolutely was worth it, but it still feels kind of cheesy that I I did do it. Also, retrospectively, I don't know that I would wait that long for a Wii. Like, uh, retrospectively, no, but considering, like, where technology was at, like, I remember when we first plugged it in and got it working, that shit did feel super cool. Yeah. I was like, yo, we're waving it around, and the guy in Red Steel's waving it around. Or, and like, then, the fact that, like, you're pointing at the screen and the pointer is appearing. Like, yeah. It, yeah! <laughs> it was really cool. It's antiquated now, but... Yeah. Also, it was really fun waiting out with some friends. I had my first gingerbread latte from Starbucks. Uh, our, uh... Woodshop teacher came by and wrote in our book, Get Wii or Die Trying, but he didn't know what the Wii was, so he wrote a W-I-E, and I still have that composition notebook, I pulled it out the other day. Get Wii you know or Die yeah. Trying. And then some other random just old ladies uh, just were like, oh, hey, we support what you're doing, it's very cool. Uh, That's very So you funny. know what? I'd go Thanks back and wait in line for the week. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't play it, but I would go back and wait for it again. I didn't... I didn't get that experience because, like, mine was supposed to be, like, a Christmas gift or something. Oh, yeah. But, like, even though, like, my family had ordered it, like, you know, months in advance, uh, it still was so, like, it, like in demand that I didn't get it until my birthday four months later. <laughs> so Jesus. We got lucky and just got to the right target that just happened to have some, and we were first in line. I'm like, well, I don't know if this is ever going to happen again by the time I want to do something like this, so screw it. And honestly, the was Wii say, was less of a bomb than the, the Wii U. <laughs> truly, I was going to say, you probably chose the perfect time in your life to be willing to sit outside for that long. Yeah. Because like, it was in, like, no, it was in a Pittsburgh November, and it was unseasonably warm, but well, that's not warm. Still. Yeah. <laughs> it's, just, yeah. <laughs> it's just warmer. I mean, I, mean uh, I definitely, I waited in line to get a Switch on the day of release, uh, which is... I, I did not, I was feeling jaded. But I should have. So I wasn't planning on it, but then, like, I just happened to be awake at, like, 11.59, and I was like, you know what? There's a Walmart, or, like, you know, 11.30, whatever. I was like, there's a Walmart, like, nearby. I'll go see if they have any that aren't, like, already spoken for. Um, mm-hmm. And, of course, I went there, and they're like, oh, no, we're sold out. Uh, but, like, this other Walmart, they might have some. And... I go there and they're actually closed and that Walmart's like, Hey, we're not 24 hours, but like I caught like the electronics guy as he was like leaving and he was uh-huh. like, Hey, we got 40 in our shipment. 10 of them are reserved. If you're one of the first 30 people in line here, when we open at 6 AM, yeah. you'll get a switch. <laughs> uh-huh. So even though I had to go work the next day, I was at that fucking Walmart at 4 AM <laughs> to go stand in the cold to get a switch amazing uh-huh. and hey you've had hundreds of hours thousands of hours of uh enjoyment out of it's true the device so though not 
not immediately upon release because there were only three games. Oh, there were only three no, games. Yeah, that, yeah. I didn't get one when it came out, but I got one like I guess when Splatoon two came out, and that feels like the right time to jump in. Yeah, because when the Switch came out, it was just like Breath of the Wild, Bomberman R, and One Two Switch. Two of those games were ass. <laughs> and I'll give you one <laughs> guess as to which two. <laughs> like... <sighs> well, hey, cool. Uh, food crimes, nice. We don't have a lot going on this week. Uh, I mean, shit, we already talked about Mario Wonder, didn't we? Yeah, so mm-hmm. we're already ahead of the game. Uh, Heck yeah, I was going to say, what else have you played on your Switch lately? Well, hey, we'll get to that in a second, but I want to do a little bit of housekeeping real quick. Hey, we're sponsored by Granny Coffee Company. More on them at the end, but thanks to this uh, uh, black-owned, woman-owned, LGBTQ-plus-owned online coffee shop. I uh, got a new logo for Geekly Reveal from our friend Chris. Check it out. Check her out. Uh, new episodes of Readwall are coming out, so check those out. There's one in the archives if you haven't seen it. And there's going to be a Super Mario RPG book club thing. through book club situation. Yeah. yeah. We're going to do one of those, so look out for that here soon, and then another interview. So, hey, we're in the busy season. Hope you all are enjoying it, and back to the show. Shit, Switch. What have you all been playing on Switch? I mean, I played completely through Super Mario RPG, but we're doing a literal podcast about that, so I don't want to <laughs> talk about it too much. Uh, that's pretty fair. Uh, do you have any, like, minor little, like, ooh, you know, spoiler-free thoughts? Um... I will say that it is, it's very true to the original, and, like, I both like that and also think that, you know, maybe they could have done certain things to bring it into a modern, like, perspective, but it's okay. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's totally fine. I think it's fine in the way that it, ex- that it exists. Um, and something we yeah, probably... Yeah, like, I have my, like, story thoughts, but, like, that, that those will be later, yeah. later on thoughts. And the... I will I will say there is kind of one thing that I do think that's like worth talking about with the release of that game uh that is not like relevant to our like book club conversation on it but um I was reading an article about how like apparently before release it was just not known what team like worked on this remake mm-hmm. uh like they just didn't um mention them anywhere in the like previews or anything like that and when emailed square enix told them told the like journalist to square contact enix? nintendo yeah square enix is part of this this the team that did this. i had no idea yeah 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 that's why that's why they had well that's theoretically why they had issues getting gino into smash except for cloud and sephiroth so maybe not <laughs> yeah um yeah so you know, Square Enix told the journalist to, like, hey, email Nintendo, and so they emailed Nintendo, and Nintendo responded with, well, you'll just see it in the credits. Like, you'll just have to wait that, and see in the credits. You'll just have to so wait and see. It was, like, very weird that they were being very cagey about, like, who helped them develop this game. Uh, and yeah. It tur- and it turns out it's a, a company called uh, Art Piazza, like, A-R-T-E-P-I-A-Z-Z-A, who, mm-hmm. like, have worked on, like, updates for, like, the Dragon Quest games and stuff like that, who have, like, done work with Square Enix before as to, like, modernize, like, S- Dragon Quest 4 and 3 and a number of other things. Like, totally normal company. Like, 
in fact, it like no been, reason to hide whatever. Yeah, no like, reason it's to not hide like it. they're trying to avoid like a scandal or cancellation or anything. Yeah, like, like there's like, there's nothing negative about this company. Like there's no like problems that at least that we know of, like on the from the outside or whatever. Like has worked on a number of things that have been like, you know, well received. Like the the Dragon Quest Eleven update for the Switch. Like they did that. They did Romancing Saga three and two. Um, like basically just a number of, of things where it's like, if you would mention this company, people would be like, oh, okay, then it's probably, oh, I hands. trust this. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, I trust <laughs> this to be well-developed. Uh, so it was just weird that they, they were like real cagey about it, but you know, Hey, credit to them for doing a good job on, uh, this update <laughs> and you know, yeah, well done. So, Makes it even funnier. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. what, that's so, it's so crazy. It's like, no, this is. That was the thing, like, the, the journalist, I think it was from IGN, they were like, we, like, as, we like, like we liked it, like, we <laughs> gave it a positive, a positive review, like, saying that, you know, it was a good update to a classic, like, blah, 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 so it was very weird for Nintendo to be so sketchy about, like, who developed it when we asked, so. That's so weird. Yeah. Well, hey, cool. Uh, well, we'll be playing it. I'm, I'm assuming I'll like it. I've liked other Mario RPGs. Yeah. Cool. It's, it is not as long as we maybe expected. Uh. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Yeah. We can sort it out. Uh, what else? What else? What else? Uh, still stalling on Sonic Superstar. I'll get back to that. Um, Roadhog got a rework in Overwatch. That's mm-hmm. kind of cool. Now he has a has a trap kind of thing, so both him and Junkrat have traps. Super cool. Uh, that's fun. What else? They have traps. Yeah, but they are not traps. Yeah, they're happy people. Well, you know, here's the thing, right? Junkrat is a dirty, dirty guy, but he's tall and can slick that hair back. So you know, I, I think he's trying to he's trying to trick people. Cleans up uh, good. Sneaky. Yeah. Well, um, I guess we'll finish with the Game Awards. So before I get to that, I watched uh, Scott Pilgrim Takes Off. Uh, it was a Netflix anime. Yeah. I think it was pretty good. Uh, a lot of the art and times reminded me of Panty and Stalking. I was like, Trigger didn't animate this, but I, I that was kind of when they were Gynax and not quite Trigger yet. So I need to do some research because a lot of the scenes uh, really looked uh, sort of like almost kill a kill scene like panty and stalking kill a kill scenes like uh without Mm -hmm. spoiling it um when they're dealing with lucas lee uh they're being chased by paparazzi and they're all ninjas like that's what the paparazzi are in this universe and Uh there's just like a ton of them on screen and at one point uh when they get like slightly dispatched it looks like one of those scenes when like the students at uh, um the kill a kill school like would just be like a a wave of bodies yeah. like uh-huh. it kind of reminded me of that but in the uh panty stalking art style i'm like this is weird in a way that's like familiar but still different uh-huh. um but it's very interesting other sport non-spoilery thoughts i will say it's a slightly different uh take on the story uh at least and i think that's a kind of interesting thing i know a lot of people like one-to-one adaptations but part of me is like it would be cool to see the comics done in animation with voice acting, but I can always just go read those stories. Like, they do uh-huh. exist there. If you're getting a chance to do something again, 
why not do it new? And especially given the change in climates around so much stuff compared yeah. to not even just when the movie came out, but when the books were out, there's a uh-huh. few things that just don't play as well. Um, yeah. I mean, they still do have everyone be like, Scott, you can't date a high schooler. <laughs> like, uh-huh. that's rem- we need to remember, that was looked down upon within the canon as well as outside of the canon. Yeah, that was no good. one thought it was okay. Yeah, that was never <laughs> at least like, you know, being played as being a good thing. <laughs> Yeah, like, I guess the one thing we could say for Scott is, like, the, like, he's like, I haven't even kissed this person. You're like, okay, so, what you're doing is very, very bad, and also confusingly bad, because you don't <laughs> seem to be doing anything beyond the general creepiness of dating a high schooler. Yeah. You're just kind of hanging out. Uh, I think if his age had been different, it honestly wouldn't have even been, like, a problem because she like what knives is supposed to be like 17 so like if scott was like 19 like it would have almost been like a whatever like that's well, a, that's a I, possible thing to happen yeah i think he had to be older because i think what, what they are going for is she's the canadian age of consent so mm-hmm. it's like oh you're not breaking the law but that should not be our minimum for ethics <laughs> you, right. like you should not be a 23 year old dating a high schooler like by any i don't care if if like, she's regret, legally, yeah. you can't be doing this man that's pretty right. bad that's why um, that's why i'm saying like if he was like 19 it would be like uh like you could have been in school together like that's yeah, yeah at least you, know. you might have known each other for real reasons like like i think yeah he had to be 25 23 so it's like you there was no chance you were ever in the same school yeah. like you weren't a senior when she was a freshman even like you have no reason to be talking to this person um but you know they, they they do some good. I mean they do good stuff with knives and all the adaptations. But I do like that this is a different story than the other three. Mm-hmm. So now mm-hmm. we can. Um, I think what this has done is created a a good. You know, sort of helps us do character studies into all the different characters based on how the different scenarios hit them and different parts of the story happen. I think it really fleshes out who these characters really and truly are. Uh, saw a couple people talking about it. Some of these actors are good actors and not necessarily the best voice actors. I won't mm-hmm. hold that against them. Um, especially, t- you know, typically you would want to get voice actors rather than people who are actors that aren't voice actors. There mm-hmm. is a little bit of charm with, hey, we got the whole cast back. Right. Hey, then yeah. th- there's something to that. You know, I-, I don't think a voice actor necessarily lost out on a job here. Um Chris Evans, I think, is good because he was already doing a voice when he was being Lucas Lee. I think he uh-huh. used to do it. It's very funny to hear it the whole time. Uh, the animation's great. I think it's very pretty. There's some cool ideas. The music's bangers on bangers. Uh, there's a point when one of the songs from the game comes in, and it was like, I was like, oh, I know that song. Nice. Uh, you know, Anamanaguchi so did good. work on it. So, yeah, it was good. Um, and, yeah, I recommend you all watch it. It's about eight episodes, so, like, four hours um, yeah, I will. I will admit, you know, I like to not do this, but I did skip the intros after the first one, after the first time, because it's a pretty long song. And I'm like, hey, I'm I'm blazing this in a day. Uh, oh, the song's not a skip, but the intro is like, this is fine. I'm You're good. Like, hey, I'm on a schedule here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, and there's a really good running joke uh, in like every episode, and I think it really fits the story and the medium. So. Look, look out for that, but you'll, you'll recognize it right away. So cool. go check it out. Scott Pilgrim takes off. It deserves all the high ratings it's getting. Nice. I'm glad and to hear that yeah. they did a good job with it. I loved it, you know, especially when you have um, communication from the creators and the directive team are working together. You get a good, mm-hmm. 
a good thing. And Brian Lee O'Malley, I think there was a lot of things he wanted to fix um, with his Uh original story. And, you know, just because of the, you know, making stories and... uh, Because I think one of the... I think there was an interview. He was like, yeah, you know, despite being uh, an Asian person, uh, that's not really something I put a lot of, like, thought into. So I didn't mean to make, like, a very white story. There wasn't, like, supposed to be any implications by that. Um... And I was like, yeah, there are Asian characters in the story, but kind of, they don't get as much shine as Scott. Yeah. Incidental, but like, like, because three of the X's are of Asian descent in some way, whether it be Southeast or Eastern Asian. Um, Mm -hmm. Like Matthew Patel would be Indian, and then the Karinagi twins are from somewhere. Um, And then Knives is from... uh, Karinagi would be Japanese. Yeah. Yeah. And then Knives, Knives is Chinese. Um... But I think there's, like, a joke in the book about her dad being, like, really into, like, anime and swords and stuff. And her friend's like, what's your dad doing? She's like, we're not even Japanese. I don't know why he's doing this. <laughs> I'm like, I think just because he's a weird comic book character like the rest of you guys. Uh, but, yeah, so check it out. Most of the voice actors do a great job. There's a couple that are not as good. But, hey, you know what? It sounds like everybody had a good time. And I like the story. And maybe a sequel? Who knows? Yeah, if they don't Good, make another I'm thing, I'm excited to watch it. Yeah, you'll enjoy it. And last but not least, I suppose, unless we think of something while we're doing this, uh, the Splatfest ended. <laughs> <laughs> People are starting to get tired of Shiver winning, but I say, hey, make Fry and Big Man more fun i'm gonna say make them more appealing and other people won't vote for them or play on their team whatever yeah i I think uh you would have thought making three options for a splat fest would have made the votes go in more different ways but i Mm -hmm. think all it did was make you have to have things that are three things and people tend to like one of them or they have Like, if you do rock, paper, scissors, nobody has a tie to rock, paper, scissors, really. Unless you want to make, like, I guess a scissor joke. But I don't have allegiance to that, so you would just pick your favorite idol. Yeah. And, like, well, what do you prefer? Poop, pee, or candy? It's like, well, candy. And, like, well, it's shiver. <laughs> it's like, I don't think this was fair <laughs> for the other two. <laughs> so, what, yeah. What, what yeah, was yeah. the choices on this one? Yeah, I don't know. I just saw people upset about uh, <laughs> Shiver winning again. Uh, oh, okay. Cool, cool, cool. Hamshakes? What? What? Oh, I'm sorry. Did you oh, say hand? I thought it said hamshakes. I'm like, I was gonna get the hell say, out of here. I thought, I thought I you thought said hamshakes. <laughs> I did say that, and I was like, that can't be right. Uh, it is handshake, fist bump, or hug. Hmm. And Shiver had fist bump? Hand- Shiver had handshake. Oh. And I think this was another situation of no one really has a lot of... Like, what's your go-to greeting meet? Because it's so vague. Like, who do I fist bump? People I don't want to touch their hands. Who do I hug? Close people. What's your thing where you don't know someone? I go for a handshake. Yeah. That's <laughs> that's not fair to the other two. That's just the average thing. Right, um, like, but there's a new really Splatoon a, season coming up. I don't have a real, like, preference <laughs> as to, like, right. which one of those I do. Yeah, like, I dap up people I know, I handshake a lot of people that are, like, in, you know, other situations, and I hug people that I'm close with or want to hug, so it's, I don't have a <laughs> preference, I would have picked yeah, handshake, too. it's not, like, too. a strong preference in the way that, like, you might have a preference for, like, ketchup, mustard, relish kind of situation. And even then, like, I feel like 
I mean, maybe Eric and I would split on this, but like I feel like ketchup is the clear and away winner there. Although of for what? Eric, I'm sure it's mustard. It's like mustard. ketchup, mustard, relish. Oh, see, yeah, I don't think anyone's like, for what. Like I don't think anyone's picking relish as their favorite condiment in any circumstance. Like maybe hot dog, to- hot dog topping only, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm picking maybe, mustard over ketchup every day. I was gonna say I think maybe a better matchup for that would be like ketchup, mustard, mayo, like because relish is yeah. a thing that like it, there's just not enough applications yeah. for it. Um, no, yeah, yeah, mayo is a good one, but I still I would still go with ketchup. It, no, ketchup is a baby food. I would for go ketchup. I would say ketchup, <laughs> mayo, mustard in that you order. Know what, ketchup is really good for like um, children, like. No, like, cut, well, yeah, but like, uh, <laughs> like cut potato fries, like at the potato patch and stuff like that, where they're yeah. like, like, I would rather have barbecue, but that's when ketchup is good. We're like, oh, I need the ketchup to cool these fries down because they're way too hot, but I'm hungry right now. I'm not saying <laughs> that, like, look, look, there are decent applications for ketchup. Like, I'm not, I'm not being that big of a shit about that it. That big of a hater. No, like, I like ketchup on french fries. Like, I like ketchup, like, with other things. But honestly, if I had my druthers about it like i would have like ketchup mixed with mustard like having that oh. like little bit of tang like oh we're trying to we're trying to be thinking spectrums here we're trying to oh, yeah. uh, avoid uh yeah but, hard boundaries between our thinking yeah but i mean well, in the case of a splat fest i would say that i would want mustard <laughs> because i can put that yeah, on, on more exactly stuff. Like, now see, at least they you did have a, do... a strong feeling about it, as opposed to this most final slot fest. Yeah, they did have one in 2017. Um, it was mayo versus ketchup, if you remember. Uh, I, I believe mm. Marina talked about mayo having bad mouth feel, which I was like, "Yo, you guys are tripping." But yeah, mayo won this splat fest by a lot um, in North America and Oceania. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Um, Mayo won every Splatfest because the three categories were popularity, solo wins, and team wins. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Now in North America, Oceania, which is I guess is one group, and then Europe, they both had ketchup as more popular by like a good margin, but the other team won the, the winning categories. So it was a two to one for Mayo. And then in Japan, it was more popular and had more solo wins, but less team wins for some reason. So it was still two to one Mayo. <laughs> and I'm like, man, if fuck that. Um... Now, I guess, yeah, if you had combined them over the world rather than segregating them by region, then ketchup would have won overall. So that's interesting. Hmm. Uh, I mean, I'm not surprised that mayo won popularity in Japan. They love mayo on... And Japanese mayo is very different. That, like, that shouldn't yeah. have mayo on them still, nevertheless. Some yeah. of the things with mayo on them are good. Your takoyakis, like, uh, that kind of thing. Uh, what's Japanese mayo Pizza? is fantastic. No. Japanese mayo is fantastic in um, like tuna salad. Like if you're just mixing yeah, it I was with gonna tuna. say like oh. a tuna salad or egg yeah. salad. Yeah. It's sucks. good for making stuff. Yeah, but like I don't want to. And like restaurant, like fucking yeah, like McDonald's mayo or like when like on a chicken sandwich or hamburger, like that's kind of okay. It don't mm. taste like the way that mayo tastes when I put it on something. But also the ketchup's there. So a lot like of that also has party. to do with, like, the brand of mayo that you're buying. Like, if you're just buying, like, Kraft, like, mayonnaise or, like, you know, Hellman's, like, uh, those are both yeah, dog. <laughs> those are just both basic-ass mayonnaise. Like, that's that doesn't have a flavor to it. There's, like, other kinds that have, like, a good tang, a good tang to them. Wait, Look, this is this is bang. extremely white people energy right now, and I'm going to tell you what the best mayo say, is. So, did you guys... 
have I ever sent you guys the article? It, the, the like, uh, in it was like in the Philadelphia newspaper about it was an opinion piece about this woman who was like literally having like a complete and utter meltdown about the fact that her daughter didn't like uh, mayo or like her various mayo salads. And like she was like, now my woman's studies, like feminist bisexual daughter, will eat an aioli, but only my uh my like blue collar like like Trump voting sons will still eat my mayonnaise. And it was like, oh my god, you are projecting yeah, that's a bit so much. much. It was like a millennials kill the mayonnaise industry hot take yeah i mean because if we're introducing aioli into this like obviously the, the winner like that's because well, aioli could be anything <laughs> well yeah, that's aioli the thing. Is just you put whatever into the mayonnaise t- and you chose to put things that taste even better than regular mayonnaise into the mayonnaise <laughs> yeah like this lady was correct <laughs> I, she yeah, was just being woke, weird about it <laughs> the woke left is killed mayonnaise by making it better by wanting well, things wanna... that taste better than just egg liquid like <laughs> mm, egg juice uh yeah it's about as nasty as saying egg liquid i guess but yeah in all honesty <laughs> the, ga- the game awards are what we were uh going to talk about and you know there's obviously some controversy around the game awards each year for different reasons and it's normally justified um i don't the remember if they were yeah the old keely awards i can't remember if there was like some ai thing they were talking about or sponsoring somebody else i don't really know what's right. going on but Fuck all that, but the nominees got released, and, you know, a lot of people like to say, does award mean anything? They're award shows. They they mean the whatever we put onto them. Like, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's just a fun thing to do and kind of see, like, oh, what's, like, the popularity vote by some given authority, whether they deserve it or not, whether it be the Academy. It's just a fun thing to do, and it does help some people out. Uh, mm-hmm. So I guess we could kind of run through these lists. Um, yeah, I mean, I if we have opinions, have one open, what if but... we, like, you know, talked about... I, say, I, mean, I, don't, get... I haven't looked at it, so I, uh-huh. I don't know anything. I assume Breath of, or, uh, Tears of the Kingdom's up for Game of the Year. Correct. Yeah, I would jump like... into one of the, sh- one of the uh, pages. I think uh, there's some different articles that will have them, too, that kind of condense it in, like, Here. a nice oh, way. Yeah. yeah, like Variety Magazine had a really good one, if you want to just kind of look at them in a list. Um I'll paste it in the chat. Uh, listeners, you can search it on Google. <laughs> uh, but I'm going to look at their cute little presentation instead, just to click around. So you oh, might hear some clicking, but that's a good audio. That yeah, so the, the, yeah. the nominees for Game of the Year, because we're just starting at the top here, are Alan Wake 2, Baldur's Gate 3, Marvel Spider-Man 2, Resident Evil 4, Super Mario Bros. Wonder, and Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Um, kind of myopic... Th- like the Super Mario Wonder is the closest to being like not a sequel, but like uh-huh. it feels wrong to not call yeah. that a sequel to some degree. <laughs> I will. Yeah, I mean it is building on the Mario franchise. I mean, I think it's not that like it's an original story. It's pretty wild that Resident Evil Four is nominated because that's a remake of a game that came out on the GameCube, and like the Resident Evil remakes are all very good. I do not think they're Game of the Year material, like. I don't. I know some people might say RE4 would be up here, like legitimately. I guess that's what the hard part about when you have a, one of the games of the year before. Um, mm-hmm. I would imagine Baldur's Gate 3 is probably going to get it, and that, yeah. that's probably deserved. Maybe Tears of the Kingdom, just for a couple other reasons. Um, I think that those would be the two that I would want the toss-up to be between. 
Um, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I just want to see this gay vampire on my timeline for another six months. <laughs> I'm not joking. <laughs> I mean, my thing is, is that like, I think Spider-Man two mm-hmm. is a, is a good game, but it is literally just a sequel to the first one. It's just more of that same Spider-Man game. Um, yeah, I heard there's some gameplay downgrades that people didn't love. Yeah. I think, like not downgrades, but changes. Yeah. And Super Mario Brothers Wonder is good, but it's just, it is another Mario game. And yeah, not even like Mario Odyssey where it's like, oh, you took like an existing formula and went wild with it. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like the, this feels a lot better than all the new Super Mario Brothers U. So it does feel like yes. a huge jump yeah. compared to the other 2D Mario games and even 3D World. Uh, it just doesn't feel like you're doing anything groundbreaking, which I wouldn't want them to. Yeah. The groundbreaking, mm-hmm. quote unquote, they did is the exact amount that I want. It's not game of the year for me, mm-hmm. but also my game of the year was like an indie game. Yeah. Um, and so. Alan Wake 2, I think, is hampered by the fact that it on PC you can only get it on the Epic Game Store and then it doesn't have a physical. I was going to say, I've never even heard of this. So, like, at least Baldur's Gate 3 and Spider Man and those things have been like in my like aura like i feel like instagram really thinks that i should be playing Baldur's Gate 3 yeah. like if i can give you the quick like elevator pitch Hit of what alan of alan wake alan wake is is a uh, alan wake 1 was a like kind of like survival horror ask game where you're playing as a writer and like it's very it takes place in like rural maine like it's like very like stephen kingy from like a writing perspective mm-hmm. And, like, it's being told by kind of, like, a narrator narrator because it's, like, implied that Alan Wake is writing this thing, that he's experiencing this, like, horror thing that's happening. And mm-hmm. there's, like, you know, an eldritch being at the bottom of a lake and all this kind of stuff. Like, it's very, like, you know, atmospheric horror. And Alan Wake 2 is a mm-hmm. follow-up on that, along with, like, integrating things from Remedy's other game called Control, which was... Probably uh-huh, which my, which was probably my game of the year the year it came out because I fucking loved that game. <laughs> um, so like I I know that like it's supposedly very good and I do want to play it, but I was put off from getting it because I wanted a physical copy of it, but there aren't any; uh-huh. they don't exist. <laughs> so uh, also I I don't like I, I I do kind of something that the establishment award shows do the the release windows are somewhat big mm-hmm. or are somewhat shifted like alan wake 2 like just came out yeah like two like, weeks ago and and also like super mario wonder like there's no these can't be the game of the year we don't we haven't had time to sit with them right like i don't <laughs> yeah, like, like the idea that they're that close you know? time, yeah you haven't had time to actually experience it in the way that like i put like 99 percent into like yeah. Tears of the kingdom for example whereas like, with Baldur's Gate 3, some people have actually had a very long time to sit with that because I've had yeah. it I've had it since 2021. Like yeah, mm-hmm. so it was an early access. It was in beta early yeah. access. So and, and I'm fine with that. Like when it's finally released, that's yeah. when it's eligible. Yeah. That's a gamble, but they released it in a really good way. So. They did, but I'm just okay. saying that like because I've had so much longer to sit with it and see how it grew and like how it grew on me. Like that's clearly going to get my vote for the year, even though I did also really like Zelda. Like I'm, I would want mm-hmm. Baldur's Gate yeah. three. Yeah, I think Baldur's Gate three is my that's my want, and I think it's my pick. Yeah. Uh, game direction, I don't have like a great discussion. No, for that. and it's also literally so. the same nominees minus Resident Evil four. So like, I'm gonna say scrolling down the rest of this is like very repetitive. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah. I think it's interesting I'm... that they're giving a. Uh... 
going to say Hi-Fi Rush is nominated for mm-hmm. something. I saw that. I will um, say yeah. for Best Narrative, which is like the third category, I again think like Baldur's Gate will probably win, but I'm glad that Final Fantasy 16 got some representation because it does have a yeah. good narrative mm-hmm. to it. And I would, you know, I'm, I'm glad to see it there at least. Yeah. I'd be fine with all those winning. Like, I do appreciate that Cyberpunk 2077 Phantom Liberty has to, like, have the full title. Like, no, we're specifically yeah. talking yeah. about this DLC. Yeah. It's kind of uh, yeah. I think, direction real fast, Mario Wonder might win. For art I, direction? I, I could, yeah, for, well, just game direction. Oh, yeah, I yeah. think it could win that fairly. Um, adaptation is interesting. Uh, if Super Mario Brothers movie wins it, that's weird to me. I had It's got to be Last of Us, I think. Um, yeah, I bet so adaptation being us. like a, like a TV or movie. So it's Castlevania, Nocturne, Gran Turismo, The Last of Us. Uh, I mean, we know it's Turismo. not going to be Gran Turismo because that show was terrible. Like, <laughs> look, dog, I didn't even I forgot that even came out. Like, if we're being it was on. so bad. <laughs> uh, Twisted Metal, I heard, actually got pretty good after the trailers. So I still want to watch it, but I can't speak to it. Narrative we talked. Oh, I didn't about. realize that castlevania nocturne is like castlevania 3 like that's that's cool i do actually i need yeah. to go and watch that yeah. calling them yeah i guess it's an adaptation simon's in it so and yeah. some black lady that everyone was thirsty for you won't <laughs> hear me complaining uh art direction you know could be mario wonder could be a hi-fi rush alan wake 2 and lies of p don't really speak to me from an art like you're not doing anything interesting yeah and then tears of the kingdom we saw it already not gonna say it's not beautiful but but it is it's uh, just yeah. Equally as beautiful as Breath of the Wild. I think for s- score and music, I so it's, you know, Alan Wake 2, Baldur's Gate 3, Final Fantasy 16, Hi-Fi Rush, or Zelda. And, like, my heart wants it to be Final Fantasy 16 because there is very, very good music in it, as usual. Like, and Soken mm-hmm. is, like, a very, very good direct, like, uh, composer. I bet it goes to Baldur's Gate. Probably. Um... um. Again, I'm partial to Hi-Fi Rush. I think it's interesting whenever you do score and, like, needle drops. Yeah. So there was a little bit of back and forth there. We are far, far away from the old Spike TV days when it would just go to Rock Band because it's the one that has the most rock that I like. Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know the songs there. And then audio design. It could go to any of them. Um, they all can make a case. Yeah. I, uh, I, and that's just a lot of the same games we've already said with the addition of Dead Space. <laughs> like, yeah, which, hey, horror games should have good uh, audio design. That would yeah. be good. Uh, best performance? Uh, I don't really know most of these, but I see Idris Elba's there is funny. Yuri Lowenthal is in... Neil Newborn, the Baldur's Gate 3 one, that's a stare in the gay vampire. Like, he's oh, okay. probably going to win. <laughs> he's probably going to win. <laughs> I mean, I really... That would be such a fun thing to be like, yeah, I beat Idris Elba. Yeah. <laughs> out for an award like i will say like part of me wants just because like i think it's funny because the dude's picture for cameron monaghan is a picture of him with a lightsaber and because he is just fucking cow lightsaber (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah i gotta look at like the game awards version i was just looking at the other list yeah Yeah, he's just pointing at the screen yeah he's six people (laughs) yeah oh and he did a good job in that game but it's like it wasn't like a I know, a performance that blew me away or anything but he looks he exactly like his character <laughs> yeah he does <laughs> it's funny because i mostly know yuri lowenthal from that cookie game that i play so it's just it's a silly reason to know like this <laughs> real I, he's in a ton of anime i was gonna say i think he is yusuke from persona 4 
I think that's true. Yeah. I mean, he's a he's in a certainly a ton of stuff. Oh, he was an Arcane. Who was he? Jason Arcane. No. So he uh, he was he was Yosuke in four and in. I don't think he was in Persona Five. Five. Okay. Oh, then I don't care anymore. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Yeah, he was in Ducktales. So we get to go through this all day. He's in a ton of stuff. Yeah, um, they say, all deserve to win it probably. I don't think there was any bad performances on that list. Yeah. Uh, but it will be the gay vampire that wins. <laughs> oh yeah, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'll in- allow it. Innovation and accessibility. Uh, Diablo Four by Blizzard, Forza Motorsport by Microsoft, Hi-Fi Rush, Spider-Man Two, Mortal Kombat One, and Street Fighter Six. I have no idea what any of these did for accessibility. Um, I know Hi-Fi Rush had some some stuff, I but that, obviously I didn't dive I deep that, into it. I know that Hi-Fi Rush had a number of things that were like allowing you to tune the difficulty and like timing things or like there was you know visual cues for if you were um auditorily impaired uh okay so like because that game is primarily played around sound but if you wanted to play it and you couldn't use sound like they did have things built in to like let you do it um and okay yeah, I guess it kind of did. You know, you could not hear it um, just with how the world moved. Everything mm-hmm. was on the rhythm. You didn't even have to look at the little bar at the bottom. Yeah. But uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it goes to Street Fighter Six for their modern controls, because that was, yes. like, a big story this year. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I think it's well, deserved. Could... I think I think the idea yeah. of, like, ad- like, adapting traditional fighting controls to be, like more accessible is big i don't know what diablo 4 did and i put hundreds of hours into that game and i have no idea what accessibility <laughs> there, there was so <laughs> yeah like i will admit i don't know if we're necessarily the best group since you know there's nothing that we need accommodations for yeah. but hey mm-hmm. uh they're on this list and seeing seeing blizzard's name next to something that's not a scandal is not yeah. a bad thing yeah yeah there were things and again, with Forza Motorsport, that game just came out. I'm sure, like, Microsoft has been very forward about, like, doing, like, adaptive controllers and stuff like that. Yeah, no, I have no mm-hmm. doubt that they did a good job with it. I just don't know what any of these things are. Yeah. And I know Insomniac always makes a big show about the accessibility they put in their games. And I'm not saying that derisively. They normally do because they do it. Yeah. Because so they have done it. If you, it yeah, look, if you're going to get strong, you may as well flex, right? It's true. Uh, games for Impact, I've only seen Goodbye Volcano High and Terra Nil. They're just like, hey, these games mean something. It's yeah, it's very uh, weird to have a category for like games what make you have feelings. <laughs> <laughs> Would it be nice if the soul goal wasn't violence? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess. Uh, I don't know. I, I have I, I don't have anything here other than Terran Nil was kind of neat, and I played it on my phone for free on Netflix instead of yeah uh, on the computer. That's the one uh, where you're like game. That's the one where it's you're... reverse city builder. Like it's a real yeah. junked up, polluted planet. You want to turn it back to nature. It's cool. It's just once you get it, you kind of got it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I don't see it. There's, because any like it took to make a conflict worth getting high score would take all the tranquility out of it. So, yeah. Uh, best ongoing game and community support are very similar. Uh, Final Fantasy 15 is hard to beat for ongoing uh, game. 14. It just 14. I'm sorry, yeah. I said 15. Yeah, 14. Also, I they might give it to Cyberpunk because they made that game work now. Yeah. Um, I mean, I could also see it going to Fortnite because I think it's always been between Final Fantasy fourteen and Fortnite. Like they've kind of traded back and forth for best ongoing and Final Fantasy Fortnite. Yeah, um, I think I've yeah, 14... original Fortnite. Fortnite is back. I don't really know what that means, but yeah. I guess there's classic Fortnite. <laughs> I think fourteen uh, might deserve best community support. Best community su- community support, though. Baldur's Gate three also being on that list 
probably also deserves some props for community support because they yeah community support. Yeah, I don't they know about the hell out of that community. Uh, I mean, <laughs> no, they they did no, yeah. like basically as soon as the game came out and people were like, "Hey, this isn't working," or "Hey, it would be really nice to have this I feature." Can... They like immediately implemented a bunch of it. Like, amazing. Yeah, I give them yeah. that. Yeah. Again, No Man's Sky just for the fact that <laughs> what a turnaround. Yeah. Uh, best independent game. I have opinions I on know. this. Uh, okay, cool. Because the... I've not played so, <laughs> these well, games. I'm my, so behind on everything. My opinion on this is is that like you have diluted what an independent game means by the inclusion of Dave the Diver on here. Because Dave the Diver, Mint Rocket is owned by Nexon. Like Nexon is like Mint Rocket is part of Nexon, and they're like a huge game publisher from like South Korea, I believe. Okay, um, so like. That's not an independent game. That is a game that is owned by what is considered like a triple A publisher. AAA. Yeah. Yeah. What's uh? What's a couple Nexon games? I, I I just can't think. Maple Story. Okay. Yeah. Maple Story. Like uh, I think like, oh god. You know. Yeah. I'm looking at these. That is definitely on that like edge of of indie. Because like, don't don't get me mm-hmm. wrong. They have a ton of money, but they. What's the, yeah, I don't know what they're grouped with. Dark. Okay, now I'm seeing some other games here as I go down. Uh, they did some stuff with Counter Strike. So yeah. yeah, this is a maybe it's Blue Archive. Like they they have a number of like, yeah, they're big. Yeah, this is a big studio. Yeah, maybe yeah, and I guess there's because I know Sony has done like independent studios at some point. Um, you know, like even like it is tough. Um, so we'll have to. I do like your point to bring that up. And I'm not saying you're wrong. Yeah, I, it's one of those I things where wish I wish we had a definition because it's not the same as like Toby Fox making a game in his basement, right? Or like <laughs> the dude making Stardew Valley by himself. Like you know, I <clears throat> same thing with like Sea of Stars. I believe no, Sea of Stars was a team. There was another Chained Echoes, which is like another similar like um, RPG, like evoking Chrono Trigger, that was developed by like a mm-hmm. one person studio. And it's like those. Yeah, I guess the issue is like we don't know what the term for major studio is. Yeah, because like Supergiant making Hades, like that was a badass game. It's like, well, this is an indie game. It's like, I mean, is it though? At this point, like this is pretty badass. It's because but it is. It's because they self-publish because they they don't have a bigger. The the difference between like having a developer and a publisher is like weird in the gaming space space because it's like. Publishers are the ones that put all the money into getting the game produced and put out there. But the developers are the ones doing all of the work to make the game. Right. And then if you're an independent developer, technically, if you also publish your own games. Okay, so it's it's, it's some weird definition that's like, okay, that's, that, the problem is in the definition of a few things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, well... Uh, that said, like, all of these games that are uh, nominated are good. Cocoon, Dave the Diver, Dredge, Sea of Stars, and Viewfinder. All of them very yeah, good Viewfinder games. Viewfinder was kind of neat. Yeah, Viewfinder was good. I really like Dredge. Uh, like, it's like this weird kind of, like, third-person, like, fishing horror game. <laughs> like, it's very yeah, strange. It was, like, uh, was it it's um, Lovecraftian kind of? Or yeah, something? yeah. And the aesthetic of it is very good. And Sea of Stars is basically a a love letter to like chrono trigger and like that kind of style of rpg so of course i like it 
Uh, and then best debut has a few of those. Also, Pizza Tower and Venba. Yeah. I think Pizza Tower might might Pizza Tower and Dredge is going to be my guess. Mm-hmm. I think Pizza Tower should have also been nominated nominated for best independent game because that is also just like one small team. Um, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steph, if you're not aware, love. Pizza Tower has like one of the weirdest looks to it of any game I think I've ever seen. Let me go. Uh, yeah, it looks like uh, I get like Ren and Stimpy vibes from it. It's like Wario Land Four via Ren and Stimpy. Did you ever like, see you... the cartoon like pre-Adult oh, okay. Swim called like Home Videos? Yeah, uh, Home Movies. Yeah, yeah home, movies. home Movies. That's what it looks like to me. Yeah, Bob Belcher's in there with yeah. Archer. <laughs> uh, but Pizza Tower is also modeled. It's like a um, you know because. Nintendo stopped making the Wario Land platformers. Somebody wanted to make their own, and that's what Pizza Tower is. Is it has like similar power ups to the Wario Land games, and uh, it's really cool. It's actually a, a very very mm-hmm. cool game. Yeah, the thing with Wario is uh, unlike Mario, like he just doesn't take damage. The the challenge is just in the stage itself. Yeah, and you get to mm-hmm. the end, and they're like, "Hey, good job getting to the end. Now hurry up and get back to the beginning, or you're gonna die." Yep. Um, and that's sort of like the charm of that you have to do all the levels forward and backwards, um, which oh, can nice. change that's them. Cool. Yeah, yeah. So uh, people like it. The music's kind of pretty, pretty cool. Uh, we'll just kind of go through a few more best mobile game. I don't care. Do you care? No, I didn't care about any of these. I do think yeah, that Monster uh, Hunter now is funny because that's just Pokemon Go, but for Monster Hunter, <laughs> <laughs> it's Niantic, so it's just no. Pokemon. Yeah. It's, it says Niantic on uh, this one sheet, Niantic yeah. and Capcom. So, uh, ARVR, best action game, Armored Core, Hi-Fi Rush. Mm, let me see what the other options were, best action game. I I hope it's Armored Core or Hi-Fi Rush. I hope it's one of those yeah. two. I don't hope that it's Dead Island 2. Uh, <laughs> I've heard Remnant 2 is very, very good. I just haven't had the chance to play it yet. Uh I think armor. I, it would be awesome to see Armored Core win something, so that maybe they keep making them. <laughs> hey, it's from Soft. They got the money and the time. Yeah. Uh, best RPG could go either way. Uh, I don't think Starfield has a chance. No, <laughs> that's I, the one game. Yeah. If Starfield wins, this shit is rigged. <laughs> yeah, I on, like the only reason I could see Starfield winning is because they gave Keeley so much fucking money when he was like doing all the advertising for it in the past few years. Like mm-hmm. I, it has to be. Not I good. feel like it has to be Baldur's Gate. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Uh, fighting game. I don't know how Nick All Stars again. Nick All Stars Brawl should not be here just due to time. Yeah. Um, I've seen some people play it. I'm not saying it shouldn't be on this list if this list came out two months from now. Yeah. But like, yo, that shit just came out. It's gonna uh, be Street Mortal Fighter Kombat Six. One, yeah. It's, it's gotta be Street it's Fighter be Six. Really hard to again like have a game. Yeah. Like, have a sense of the game, but... Yeah. Uh, good year for fighting games, though. Yes, very good year for fighting games. Because, like, Tekken uh, is also out soon, too, I believe. Uh, technically next year, but, yeah. I mean, probably the same 365 since we got Street Fighter. Yeah. Uh, family game. Mario, same yeah. strategy. I think uh, it's gonna be Mario. I, I, for best family, like, because Sonic yeah. Superstars wasn't as good. <laughs> oh, Especially shit. not for families. What the hell? I forgot that Fire Emblem Engage came out this year. <laughs> hey, man. It looks like it's probably going to win. Advance Wars 1 and 2, great remakes, kind of reminded people of the core of those games, kind of yeah. funky. City Skylines 2 had a scuffed-ass release. Yeah. Kick yeah. 4 probably is just less strategic than teeth Fire Emblem. Teeth or no Emblem. teeth. 
And then Company of Heroes 3 was so disliked by the people who play Company of Heroes that Company of Heroes 2 has more players than it now. (laughs) Brutal. Sports racing. I have no opinion. Neither do I. Best multiplayer presented by Discord. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I mean... This, I mean, I guess that makes sense, but yeah. like, it's still still weird. This one I could see going to either Baldur's Gate or Diablo Four. Like, it is fun to play Diablo Four with a group of people. Um, I don't. I think Baldur's Gate Three is actually less fun to play with more people. <laughs> yeah, probably Diablo Four, Street Fighter Six, potentially. Yeah, like it's a good game that happens to be multiplayer. Yeah, and then we already talked and... about best adaptation. Yeah, most anticipated game. Ooh, so we've got. Star Wars Outlaws, a game we know next to nothing about, Like a Dragon, <laughs> Infinite Wealth, Hades 2, Final Fantasy 7 Rebirth, or Tekken 8. Um, I, I, I know, this is like, I know mine, but I don't know what... what yeah, yours I'm is Hades like. 2, like, obviously. Yeah, yeah. obviously. Like. And mine is probably Like a Dragon, Infinite Wealth, as much of a Final Fantasy fan as I am. I am more interested in playing that than I am playing Final Fantasy 7. Yeah. Yeah. Final Fantasy Seven R-2, like, that's gonna win, because yes. I know gamers, but... Look, I'm more interested to see what Star Wars Outlaws is gonna be compared to Final Fantasy Seven Rebirth, and I have zero interest in playing Star Wars Outlaws. Yeah. It's just, I know it's not gonna be... I We haven't played it yet. We've played Final Fantasy Seven Remake. Like, the thing we know about mm-hmm. Star Wars Outlaws is that you're not a Jedi, and I like the idea of that. Like, Yeah, see, I care about that more than more cloud like we know mostly what's gonna happen yeah i say that is if i don't want to play hades 2 and like a dragon so you yeah know. i was gonna say like uh, hades 2 is also pretty anticipated for me as well but like a dragon infinite wealth hades 2 we don't have it a release date for like a dragon i know is coming mm-hmm. out like in it january is, it feels <laughs> it feels normal to anticipate it at yeah. this point as opposed to it's that it's that soon i believe like it's it's pretty soon Correct me if I'm wrong, please. January 26th. Boom, I fucking knew it. (laughs) There's so many Things keep happening. Yeah. Oh, my god. And Dom, I don't know if Um, you've seen some of the interviews about that game, but, like, they're talking about how it's going to be the longest one in the series, and that, like... Oh, good. They hope that people don't play it in one sitting. Like, they they want you to, like, (laughs) stretch it out, basically. (laughs) It looks so good, though. And then it's just uh, content creator, esports game, esports athlete, esports team, esports coach. And it e-sports is event. very funny to me that for content creator, not represented anywhere. <laughs> well, it's funny to me that content creator of the year has one VTuber on it, but it's not oh, which one? Uh, it's not any of the ones from Hololive. It's Iron <laughs> Mouse from V Shoujo, who I like because I think the thing is is they're looking at twitch and not youtube Uh and most vtubers stream to youtube at this point um i would love to see iron mouse win this just mainly because i don't know who the fuck any of these other people are (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's it says like what did i I didn't mean i didn't want what um yeah it's a content creator or streamer and i'm like i don't know who any of these yeah i don't know any of these people i'm gonna vote for the can I recast? Yeah, I'm going to vote for the V Shoujo person. Yeah. Cool. Look, I don't, I don't love V Shoujo. I think that they're a little bit um, unhinged in ways that I'm just, I just can't <laughs> get behind. Uh, but they have some very good talents behind them. Like Iron Mouse j- does genuinely seem like a good entertainer. And then Pika Me, who was a VTuber that I really liked, who was like an indie VTuber, re-debuted under V Shoujo as Henya the Genius, which just 
what a great name to call yourself like just something the oh, genius yes, it's me the genius <laughs> it's, it's like tyler the creator you know yeah. it's like not a creator he's tyler the creator yes. yeah like know. she's not a genius she's the genius so love it yeah and um, then i don't I think that's esports i, I don't, don't care and yeah, I, I mean, honestly, League of Legends I think is the best esports game because I Counter Strike and Valorant are boring as fuck. They also Dota just had too like much, and PUBG Mobile's like it's a mobile game. League just had like their biggest like tournament um, viewership ever. Like it was huge this past weekend. So hey, that's dope. That game's never gonna die for better or for worse. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, it's very funny that we're voting for esports coaches. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there is coaching to it. Um, that is something that is worth recognizing. But again, weird that that's in this particular award show. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, you know, one of the guys said, take me off this fucking list. I didn't coach shit this year. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was just a figurehead. <laughs> Don't vote for me. That's funny. Which, hey, good for him. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's most of the Game Awards stuff. Obviously, there's going to be a ton of trailers and hype and commercials. Um, security's probably going to be better this year. <laughs> Uh, so that there's no Bill Clinton kids running on the, uh, onto the stage like last year. Oh, God, yeah. I forgot about that. Um, and then, you know, hopefully, like, no one's holding their breath, but hopefully Jeff Keighley said something about the bazillion layoffs this year. Fantastic year for the art form, terrible for the industry. Holy like, shit, sorry. Absolutely disgusting. I just looked up what the actual viewership for Worlds 2023, the league, uh, mm-hmm. thing that, that's cur- that was happening. million outside of China. They don't have numbers for inside of China. That's that's a lot of people watching a video game. Yeah, that's huge. (laughs) That's so many people. Yeah, it's really... It's wild how unprofitable it is, and I'm not sure why. Yeah. Um, But yeah, that's an episode. I don't really have anything else. No, I nope. think that's a good I, I, I wish I had some more, but you know. Uh, well, before I start stalling, I don't think there's anything else. Yeah, before I start stalling, Steph, you want to hit the people with the social media biz? Unless you have something else? I got nothing uh, except for the social media biz itself. Uh, if you want to find us on the internet, you can do that. We are Character Reveal on uh, your podcast catcher of choice. Character Reveal on Facebook and Instagram. Character Rev on Twitter, characterreveal.simplecast.com in your browser, and uh, characterreveal at gmail.com in your email. And, you know, uh, you can find us individually, uh, Eric through Dark Magics, as we've already covered, uh, Dom at Brother Dom, anywhere he wants to be found on the internet, and me at Captain Steph on Twitter, the Snow Queer on Tumblr, and Hello Steph on Instagram. Uh, and if you want to uh, support us, the best uh, free way to do that would be to give us a rating and a review or even just uh, tell a friend about what you like about our show. Uh, and you could also, uh, if you don't want to do that, you could always just give us some cold hard cash. You could uh, become a Patreon supporter of a dollar or more per month on patreon.com slash character reveal, or you can buy some coffee. Yeah, you can get some coffee. Because we are sponsored by a grinding coffee company. Like I said, they're a black-owned, woman-owned, LGBTQ-plus-owned online coffee shop. And 
Wowee, do I got something for you. They got terrific flavors. It's the new season. They got a lot coming out. Delicious flavors. You wake up, you have their coffee, your day's going to be moving, you're going to be grooving, you're going to be feeling great. Coffee for gamers, streamers, people who listen to podcasts, people who make podcasts. There's a lot of games coming out. It's the holiday season for a lot of people. And for those that's not a holiday, it's still winter, and golly, it's cold. So you're gonna want some hot coffee to get you through those early, early nights. So hey, check them out. Go to the uh, go to their website or follow the link in our description. And hey, we got a little bit something for you. We can give you ten uh, percent off if you use offer code character reveal at checkout. That's all one word, character reveal. You'll know you did it right. There'll be two R's in the middle. And you'll get ten percent off. Like I said, uh, that helps you. That helps us. That helps them. It's a triple win. You can't go wrong with that www that's all wins that's all we do so check them out granny coffee company uh, it'll keep you going and listeners thank you for another wonderful excellent time we're glad you're sticking around we're glad you're uh you know just hanging out with us and glad you can make it to the end of another episode but hey until next time see you later bye, bye.